Love we actually it. have a format of what we're going to talk about in this episode, or are we just going to free format? We've totally started recording. We're just putting this out as is, aren't we? Like, there's no. I normally, I normally cut the top of it just because it is like five minutes of actually trying to figure out what the fuck we're doing. Nah, you're, that's fucking. Also, there's a, it seems like there's a lot of semen talk in the first five minutes. So there's always a lot of come, <laughs> like you know, it's a lot of come hither talk, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> are you I coming mean, tonight? We'd we'd probably start. Come for me, friend. We probably start with the fact that we've only done three episodes. We've already managed to diverge into a completely different system, so that might be. Uh, to be fair, nothing's changed. Dude's playing with toy soldiers. Yeah. It's not yeah, saying no. with ADHD specific. Fucking pre-planned our hobby ADHD on the name of the podcast. You were onto it early, Nick. Back when the Fobros days, you were trying to change the name so that you didn't have to focus on Malifaux. Yeah, exactly. Well, we went, we did it this time because, like, we we're going to talk about 30k, but it's like we're just going to fucking shoehorn ourselves or drive ourselves into a fucking corner. So you'll be, you'll be happy. You'll be happy to know, Jordan, that we still use the same intro music as the Fobro. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is straight up. Right. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, who's that artist you always used to throw in? Oh, Richard Keys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we don't actually, we're not that professional. Back in the Fobro days, we had breaks and everything. No, this that was, was good. Like, <laughs> you still randomly. Corey and Nick, do you still randomly get likes? Yes, yeah. on the page. Yeah, we got one still so two days ago. Yeah, yeah. So amazing. Why? We haven't done content in yeah, no. like five what? years. Yeah, <laughs> half hoping you do. decade. <laughs> I, I always get this like, oh, somebody's liked your Fobro's podcast. What, what the? Fuck? Might be <laughs> lean for uh, Malifaux nowadays, hey? Yeah, that's it. They, weird fucked it. They fucked it so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Very quickly as well. Yeah, they yeah. really just destroyed the whole scene. They're um apparently a lot of people still play it up in New South Wales. Yeah, well they're not playing it now, are they? <laughs> <laughs> well, they Fuck probably it. are. It's probably why they. Yeah, that's exactly. why they're riding like, like wildfire. They're riding because they they uh, missed their Malifaux tournament. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it was. Them. That's why they got it. Would have been it would have been fucking tiny and that Tyler cocksucker and that's about it. <laughs> no, yeah. tiny moved. Tiny's not in um, New South Wales anymore. It's like in Kansas. Um. Why do you know that? Um, I was talking to. Okay, so, sorry. You have an AVO out. Yeah, no, I went to um I went to buy something off a rand like I thought was a rando and um in like hobby buy swap sale Australia and he when we're just talking in chat, he's like, um, oh so you still playing Malfo Jordan? I'm like, oh mate, I don't know you, but apparently he knew me. <laughs> um apparently he like watched our podcast and knew of me. Oh wow. From going up to CanCon and stuff, and he was a oh, New wow. South Wales guy, and I'm like, oh, okay, so you know Tiny in that, and he's like, oh, no, Tiny's moved away, so that's how that. Happened. Okay, that makes much more sense. Well, so look, look at the internet fame doing us, you know, good work. Yeah, no. huge. Get those internet points. I suppose we should um start the podcast. So, welcome to the old world lives. <laughs> my apologies, my apologies. It's definitely not the old world lives. So, um, actually, move on with it. So, it's dudes talking about toy soldiers as per usual. Um, we're taking a break from the 30k chat just for one to like uh, cleanse our palates and also two because we're massive like ADHD when it comes to hobby and oh, yeah. we have started looking into sixth edition fantasy. I appreciate As- cleanse our palates. We we have literally done three episodes. Like, nah, I gotta be wrong. It's, it's pretty stifling, right? Like, I, well, I have been skull fucking <laughs> the shit out of 30k for two years straight. So, especially my, creative, my creative genius. Oh no, I need water. Exactly. He's like, like everyone's already knows all your bullshit yes, maneuvers please. now. So they're like, we're going to move to a different rule set so you can try on something new. Oh, no, no, this is definitely a rule. 
Yeah, of course. Well, like the thing is, like nobody, like the I gotta say, reading through the fucking six edition fantasy rulebook, it is heinous. Mm. That is a badly written rulebook. It's awful. Well, no, it's anything. You don't go and find something. Everything is just just scattered. And like, and... like so, barding. We had to like, I had to search through barding. I found barding in the fucking movement section, not mm. under cavalry movement. Just oh, in movement distances, as a little throwaway line. I don't like guys... that finding doesn't like if you go if you save the PDF on your phone you can't no, even yeah. like try and find a word it doesn't it recognize work. a text no, no it has no, not been text yeah. recognized because it is like a potato scanned mm. mate we're lucky that there's even PDFs of it yeah yeah well actually I, I, um, I, being, like, I was surprised or something <laughs> I was surprised by the rest of the expansions you found today I was like gee, I can't believe they exist still. Yeah. Oh, crazy, I, I, imagine, I found a massive trove of PDFs the other day, or months ago, actually. Probably, when was I talking about sixth edition a while ago? Probably. Uh, start of the year, here? I think. We were talking about start of the year. As yeah. soon as vampires got announced, you started. Yeah, that's right. It was the, um, it wasn't even the vampires, it was the, um, Cursed City box with those really Kislevite looking vampires. Yeah, I was yeah, like, that's, that's right. my jam. So they're, they're going to go on hold until I can rip some STLs from Total War Ooh, to yeah. use for the Kislevite counts or the mm-hmm. Vampire Boyars, whichever way we want to hashtag, you know, Kislevite counts or hashtag Vampire Boyars. Um, well, you could have it kind of like the, um, what, what's, it's uh, Vampires of the Zombie Coast or Zombies of the Vampire Coast. Vampires it's like, of the Vampires Coast? No, no, because I think it's Zombies of the Vampire Coast or something like that. So it hits both the zombies and vampires in the one title and just makes it too unwieldy. I threw I threw that um, PDF up in the chat as well, so you can add that to the the pile. Uh, the ones from the <laughs> the Lustria campaign, because like the, uh, this, the this individual, this was this was a yeah, it's based off Luther Harkness, and um, they did a full like I say full, but like a mini army list for it in White Dwarf and Warhammer Compendium. Okay, so it's yep. even even bigger than that. The you know the the two or three units. It's got like big bears and everything, so that's where they drew on the army for the um, Total War games. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I suppose let's go through our list of people because then it's just going to be easy to rattle off what we're looking at doing, what our experience with fantasy is, and why we want to smash out six instead of the goddamn horrific behemoth that is eighth. Um, so, does everyone have oh, the okay. same like pictures that I do? do? Does everyone have like Jordan top left, then Corey, then yep. Matt, then Patrick yep. saving thirty yep. cents? Okay, yep. then me, then Stuart. Cool. So let's just start with Jordan. Uh, well, uh, yeah. So comparing comparing six versus eight, I love eight. Um, I I like eight as a rule set. Um, but I can see where I can see where people might not like it. I definitely like the six edition army books better. I think that the items are more thematic. I think the um, little changes like blessings for lizard men or whatever it may be. Uh, vampires have like um. You know, like you can do the different houses. Proper bloodlines, like yeah. Yeah, proper bloodlines blood and stuff. I, I think the army books are a little bit more fleshed out, a little bit more fluffy. So I definitely like the army books more. Um, and I always loved eight. Like I've been a big advocate for it. It's only in the last three days that I've started reading the sixth edition book for the first time. So my experience with Warhammer was six was the edition when I started. It was my first book that I ever got. But I was also like, uh, you know, I don't know, 14 or something. So you're never so actually I, building an army. <laughs> I never, no, I never really played the game properly. And if I did, like I, I didn't read the rules properly. So I never actually knew the game. And it wasn't until eighth came out, like seventh and eighth, that me and my brother actually played the game properly. So I never really knew what six was about. Since going back and rereading all of it pretty much front to back, 
um, I think it's a good rule set. Like, I've changed my mind. And, like, in just three days, I'm like, oh, no, I probably prefer six to eight now. Um, there's a little, couple of little things I was telling you today that I'll miss about eighth, but there's a lot of positives about six that I think are better. So, yeah. I, I'm looking just, forward to Old World if they combine them. Yeah, yeah. like, who knows? Like, I, I suppose the, the reason for this episode is at the end of last episode, we were talking about we had the news of the Old World at least sticking to nominally 28 mil, so that'll be 32 mil heroic if people are using Age of Sigma minis, um, but nominally sticking with 28 mil on some form of square bases. I'm going to presume they're going to bounce up a size for all square bases, so your 20 mil infantry will go to 25 so on henceforth just because the age of sigma models are fucking huge um but yeah this is where we're stemming from because like at least i suppose would you say boys that our group works best when we have some form of goal that isn't just necessarily our group itself if that makes sense Mm. like an event or something yeah yeah like an event coming up or like you know the release of the old world might be two years off but that's enough excuse for us to slow build something 100 yeah we might get 500 points done by then yeah maybe 500 (laughs) points would be (laughs) asked if we're lucky well that's what i said maybe you know, yeah, I don't yeah. want to tie me down the same way GW didn't tie down their release date. You know, I I like I'll go back on the point. that I think the best thing about Sixth Edition is I think it was um, valid for the longest period of time. So oh. not only did every single army get its own army book, which is the mm-hmm. only edition to have that, but then also it got all these different expansions and campaign rules. It was so chaos by itself. Yeah, it was just it was just around for a long time. It was like nearly ten years or something, which. You know, seventh was around for like three years before it got updated. So yeah. it, I just feel like it's it's fleshed out. Corey, or well, if if you're done, young Jordan, did, was there another question? No, no, it's just that. Well, it's actually more. What army are you fucking doing? But that's ah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Corey's answer is going to be one word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm doing lizard men, and um, I'm doing skink heavy so i'm doing the there's an expansion army list called the red host so it basically cuts out slan um moves uh saurus warriors to special and uh no temple guard and um and then brings in rank and file skinks where they get plus one attack on the charge basically and that's the the southlands um list yeah a little bit different yeah so there's there's the red host and then the southlands um southlands was in the army book itself and it didn't actually change that much. It changed. It, 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 you, you still were bringing your skin. Like it, it wasn't worth it, pretty much. But then the red host is a separate thing that came out, and that's more about um, what's his name, Tehenuan or whatever his name is. Yeah, the um, do with the um, the dead Skaven and shit. Tehuhu. Yeah, like, it's all. Yeah, yeah, it's all about like the Skaven anti-Skaven things, and they're um, they bless. They follow the. Uh, I guess deity Sotek. Sotek, yeah, yeah, which is all about like extra attacks and melee. So you lose we've, the we've blow played pipes. Our total war, bro. We know about this stuff. Yeah. So you lose <laughs> blow pipes and like poison javelins, and you gain um, basically attacks. So close combat skinks. Yeah, they're going to be terrible. They go from high school it. two to three. Big men on Sweet. campus. Yeah, big, big boys. <laughs> All right, Corey, um, I suppose experiences with 8th, 6th, or Warhammer in general, and what well, army are you doing? So I've got to I've got to confess something, guys. This is actually my second podcast recording of the day. Oh, um, two-timing us. Well, you know, people heard that I have my own podcast. They're like, we want to get you on our podcast, <laughs> actually come and talk about So today I ended up on the, uh, the school that I work at, uh, podcast, talking about Warhammer. 
Hey. Um, Brilliant. Winner. Yeah, so I got the chance to have a bit of a conversation, a bit of chat about Warhammer. I think it, much like anything, um, really hones out the fact that this is all a social thing for me. Like, um, totally. yep. I'm, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not one of those losers who goes to a tournament. Well, I'm a loser when I go to a tournament, but I'm not one of those <laughs> losers who goes to a tournament and is there for the sole purpose of winning and I'm not really engaging with people in my life after the game is sitting there thinking about how badly my army performed. Like I'm there for the social element and I'm there for the talking to people like you guys and having the conversation. I think that's one of the things I've really enjoyed about us doing this is that we now have a medium where we're talking to each other all the time. Yeah. Which is what has me jacked up about doing sixth edition because to be honest, like I know we've at times talked about, hey, let's do fantasy again. And we have one eighth edition fantasy day and it just dies in a hole and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, but I think there's just a, a, a larger enthusiasm for it at this point in time, which is why I'm happy to get on board with this. The other reason I'm happy to get on board with this is because the army that I've picked to do, um, I think is just a really, really interesting one to me. I've picked dwarves, but I've picked a very specific dwarf army. So... I hate dwarves, to be honest, um, <laughs> mostly because playing 8th edition, it's like, cool, you have a cannon, cool, you have this, cool, you shot off my monster, cool, that's dead, cool, I have to come across you and you shoot me and I'm dead and I'm dead and I'm dead and life is great. Um, He's not and wrong. As a, and as a, lizard man, as a lizard man player back in 8th edition, it's like, yeah, cool, you've got magic, oh, cool, you just dispel and stop everything, so that's cool. But I fucking hate dwarves. However, I fucking love slayers. And so um, I'm going with the Slayer-only um, Car- Caradon list from the Storm of Chaos book. So effectively, you have two Lord choices. I mean, you can have the special characters as well as you get up in the points, but two Lord choices. Your core is literally Slayers and Doom Seekers, which are individual Slayers that are even crazier. You've got like one special choice and one rare choice and that's it so the entire army is comprised of about five different types of units and that's really good for me because i fucking suck at making lists and having too many options is uh overwhelming <laughs> is overwhelming to my poor tactical brain um <laughs> as anyone who's heard me talk about trying to build a 30k list will know um uh, it relies heavily on immortals and that's it so effectively i'm just trading immortals for troll slayers at this point in time <laughs> but what I am enjoying is the list building and sitting down and going, oh, if I take this rune, it adds this layer of complexity. And if I take this, it adds this layer of complexity and adds this to the army within this bubble and all that kind of stuff. And it really did make me think back to when we were playing 8th edition going, I fucking love fantasy list building. Um, I'm assuming we're going to add Swedish at some point in time because that's just an extra layer. I'm sure layer I can find a Swedish uh, comp floating around. Layer, layer of <laughs> list building that I, I really enjoy as well. So. Um, yeah, so I and I think like a few of us, I'm just a massive total war Warhammer slut, and I think that kept my um fantasy interest peaked for quite a bit because I think it just kept me engaged with the the setting and stuff like that. Like, I very could have easily could have just gone, I just don't want anything to do with this anymore. But playing Warhammer, um, total war, I think kept me intrigued a little bit because it was just that nostalgic vibe and stuff like that, and jumping back into the setting, which we also. Job blew Sorry. up and was really sad. Mm. So I was going to say, can we also highlight the fact that you love this so much that you were a little bit late because you've been playing for the last forty-five minutes? Like that's how much you're. That's like, how much all good to go. Sorry. 
Yeah. Yes. I had to finish I had to finish a siege. I was sieging down. <laughs> I was in the middle of the battle. I literally just had to kill one more group of peasants and life was great. See, I love the commitment, you know. Yeah, well, hey. The old world ain't gonna save itself. <laughs> not if you're it's probably not gonna save itself if you're in control of the armies, man, let's be honest. <laughs> no, let's be honest. It's, it's called slight. economy. <laughs> it's slayers and move forward. Slayers don't have economy. So can I can I um, interject another question? It's just, when, when did you like for, for everyone, but like yourself at the moment, and then yeah, Jordan, sure. when did you guys start fantasy originally? Like, is this? Your, like, I assume this isn't your first time coming into fantasy. Eighth Eighth edition was my first time. So we we moved across when we got over forty k. Yeah, yeah, yep. I think. Uh, what edition 40k? Can't remember. Uh, but I think it was like six. six. Tail end no, no, six. way before then. No, tail end of six was when we um because we were playing it pretty heavily. Then yeah. we went over to fantasy and then boom. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, I I we moved across maybe halfway through eighth and then got maybe a year and a half out of it. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have got much. Yeah. That's not bad considering how much of butterflies we all are. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, yeah was, more, I think we had I more willpower. Was it was that the Island of Blood box, Corey? Matt had that, didn't he, Matt? Eight? Matt and I split that. Yes. Yeah, so that's the eighth box, yeah. So I'm just trying to like remember in my brain which box is which and all that. So yeah, Black Pass was you're... um Black Pass was seventh. And yep. um with the uh, pony. Yeah. Was it the yeah, Bretonians I... and Lizardmen that was that was sixth? Fifth. Oh, that was like was it so that, sixth? It's that fifth was my sixth first. Was, was Empire yeah. and Orcs. And then the other was, was... Then there Bretonia was Orcs and, and High Elves, and then Bretonia and Lizard Moon. There was two starter boxes for one edition. Oh, was there? Yeah. There you go. Shit, I don't know nothing then. John Snow. <laughs> um, so what, what, what's the starter box for six then, if you don't mind? Was that Empire and Orcs, that one? Uh, no, yes. was that? Re- it, wasn't, it wasn't the Lizard and Bretonia. That was before, and then it came, yeah. and then they got this redone the again. Yeah. What was the Dwarf one? That was no, that was Black like Pass. That That's was Skull Pass, was yeah. Yep. Your skull pass, pass. Yeah, so six is that classic one with the red cover on the book and the shield and Gale Morads on the front. Uh, Google yeah. tells me six edition was looks like Empire and Orcs. Got an orc yeah. chariot, that Empire Cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. On yeah, you know, that was my first box set that I yeah, owned. Awesome. Yeah. I for, for fantasy or for all hobby? Uh, I uh, fantasy. My first hobby was two thousand and one. I got when Lord of the Rings first came out. That was the first thing. Oh, I nice. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'd gone into Games Workshop when I was a kid before then and seen the fifth edition fantasy, like Wood Elves and that, you know, the bright green mm-hmm. shit where everything's painted red. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah all the yeah, red so bows. The crazy red, red Everything's red. red. Yeah. Um, so they, that was like my first foray into it, seeing mm-hmm. it, but not actually owning it. And then when Six Starter Box came out, that's when me and my brother Dean were. Roughly, I think we must have been teenagers. We had some money, so we bought that. That was the first time. Yeah, awesome. So, was so have you done Lizardmen before? Or is this a new army that you've always wanted to do? I'm stealing my brothers. We, me and my brother, are really <laughs> close, and we um, when when things come out, it's almost like we dibs um shotgun things. Yeah, awesome. but like all of them. So if there's fifteen, <laughs> like we get seven each, and one person can't have one. Like we can't have one. So it's we're, yeah, it's funny. But Lizardman was definitely one of his. He had a full Lizardman army. It was one of, I think it was, he had Dark Elves first and then Lizardman. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but we were, 
we were in Black Saturday, so we lost like everything. So oh, there was no. it was about twelve years worth of Warhammer that all just got. Fuck. So it was it multiple armies. Yeah, I know. So we kind of now that we all these armies that pre-owned were like Lizardmen with Deans, he doesn't yeah. have them anymore. So I'm like, okay, all bets are off. Yeah. <laughs> so what what did you collect originally then? My first Skaven. Yeah, Skaven, Skaven and Vampire Counts were my two main armies, and then High Elves. Oh, but we, we really did have about six armies each. We collected a lot. Yeah, that's brilliant. Mm. Skaven so were my you... only fully painted army. I, I Monkey Rats? <laughs> yeah, I had the Monkey Rats. Yeah. Oh. My fir- I remember the first time that I had a fully painted 5x4, 20 man clan rat unit that were monkey versions, not like back yeah. to the old ones. But they actually had gorgeous shields back then. They had better shields. Now, I will just clarify, are great. Yeah. quickly for you, Pat, we're talking about shit that I think came out before you were fucking born. Like, <laughs> I was up, it came out in 2000. I was one. So Yeah, I'm legitimately talking 2001, 2002. So, like yeah. six, so, so six came out, what, 2006? No, six like, came out I, like 2000. I, no, 2000. It was around that time. Yeah. 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 I think seventh was 2006, 2007. Yeah, roughly that. Mm. Yeah. Fucking Ugh. crazy, <laughs> but six was good. It was starting to change from that. Um, so fourth and fifth were very well known for like their bright green bases, their yeah. um, very limited paint colors. So like that's why they painted red on everything because there was pretty much just yellow, brown, green, red, blue. Like they just they had like six paints, you know. So yeah. everything was really basic. Um, and then when from fifth to sixth they changed from metal to plastic and they introduced a whole bunch of paints. Um, all the plastic, um, you can look back now and say that they look shit, but they look great at the time. I'm sorry, and man. The, uh, the sixth edition or the fifth edition Chaos Warriors have never fucking looked good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are fucking garbage. Right, they, only, they only stopped selling them about six months ago, though, right? Like, this is yeah. how long all these kids have lasted. You're Wait, the ones that are like just yeah, 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 man. No, no, no. Oh. I'm doing the one before them, the hunchbacks. Oh, those. Oh, those ones. Yeah. Oh, sorry. They're in the 6th yeah. edition. Codex. I was going to say, the static ones are good. Wow. That the static ones edition. were fine because they yeah, were replicating the um the Chaos Knights that came out with the 6th edition book. and they were Which were gorgeous. Yeah. And I think we that can was... all quickly clarify that the, was it Juan? Is it Juan Diaz? Juan Diaz, um, yep. Yeah, Juan Diaz. Those, his demonettes uh, <laughs> yeah. have never demon. been topped. Those those titty demons know, have never cool. been topped. Uh, and the titty snakes. As a teenage boy, you're going to the white dwarf, like... So I like the Perry Twins back in the day. Like they were, oh, I man. mean, they just, they're, they're sculpts and they're mainly the metal ones. Um, they're just like those high elves and stuff that they did. Even to this day, I've got them on my shelf. They hold oh, up. Oh, they're stunning. They're stunning. Yeah. So can I, as a, as a little kid reading um, White Dwarf, like I'd always go to the school library and um, no, like, yeah, I know. Your school, school library teacher, like White Dwarfs? <laughs> Yeah, so the school library oh. had a few white dwarves, and the local library had about twenty-five white dwarves, and they're all like had um contact on them to try and keep them going and stuff like that. And I would just borrow them, and I'd like because I think you could borrow like two or three at a time. So I'd borrow them, and then return them, and borrow a different three, and then borrow the same three I had before. And, and um, so anyway, like I'd be like poring over these um white dwarves, which you know, they there was a lot of good content in there, but I think you all remember like the back. Maybe ten pages is basically just catalog pages and stuff like yeah, that. Shot, a shot. Then, yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. right. And it used to list who, and obviously this is pre-internet, so this is the, the best thing I had. And um, uh, so Pat, pre-internet means the time before we had the internet. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you used to have to rip. You used to have to rip it off, and it was an order form you could send in. 
Yeah. Oh, well, no, we had to phone a call from people. the library. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, mate. The trolls are real people, right? Anyway, I remember reading The White Dwarf once I actually had enough pocket money I could buy buy the, the current ones. Um, I remember when um, with the Perry twins, they had the, he had the accident where he lost his hand. Yeah, but I remember. Hand. Yeah, I remember as a young, you know, I, I was I was probably under ten. I don't remember exactly when. How it was. old were you, DJ? I'm sorry, way too old. Um, <laughs> this is this is. Uh, I think we're all sitting around. Well, except for fucking Pat. What thirty yeah, two? Thirty one. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a smidge older. But anyway, I remember being a, a, a young young gentleman and being really devastated that he'd lost his hand. And being a dumb kid, I was like, oh, no, is GW going to close? Because, like, these guys basically sculpt everything and he's lost <laughs> his hand and now Warhammer's going to close. And, like, I remember being really devastated. But I met them later on when they had, you know, remember they had the Games Day that, because we had Games Day cancelled in Australia and we had it yeah. on for about four to six years and they had one again. And then never again. The one again, I think it was that one or the last, the one just before it that they came to. I actually got to met, got to meet them, got them to sign a whole bunch of stuff, and they were pretty cool dudes. <laughs> I went to yeah, one game great. day. It was um whenever I think it was the year that Tower came out, and you got the Crute Shaper yes. as yeah, the, yeah. the game for them. Oh, yeah. I, I like it. Just timed out well. I think that was my first or second year in the Warhammer, and I was up in Sydney while that was on. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> well, that's I put lucky. two models in the Golden Demon. Didn't get dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of people willing to give you dick these days, mate. Oh, yeah. I'm Do you know what I miss is the um the blister packs. They used to have walls of blister packs. Yes. And they'd yeah. have the alphabet code. Yep. And you'd go in with your pocket money and you'd be like, how much money have I got? Okay, I've got oh, I can't 20- buy anything. I've got 20 <laughs> I used to back then. You're like, yeah. I've got like $25. So you'll look and go, okay, $25 is like a C. So then you go and see which C you wanted, and oh, was but awesome. then but then you had the, see this is why this is why I think I became good at maths not because my dad's an accountant but I'd go cool I can get one C or I could get two Bs or I could get a B and three As or do I get six As or like yeah. you know trying to work out the maximum. How much was a BJ though? It's the real question I think. Was it? Nip I remember BJ. at one I remember at one point it being an eight eight dollars. Eight dollars um, for a BJ. Yeah, it was a pretty good value back then. This is like. You know, early nineties. You got to remember, like Ooh. it wasn't it wasn't as government regulated. You know, <laughs> I um, I remember when the um unit boxes went from like a clan rat twenty man unit went from mm-hmm. thirty to forty dollars, and I remember oh, yeah. me and my brother going, "Oh, that sucks." <laughs> and <laughs> it's like now they're like seventy, eighty, and you're just like, oh, mate, bro, 90. they're like a hundred yeah. bucks and, for five. And also, now. yeah, they, they halved the size. Mm. I remember one year. Yeah, they the went from twenty went to ten. About, yeah, I went from one. I remember one year, the prices went up about five, ten dollars. You're like, oh, that's not too bad, but they halved the contents you got. So it was yeah. just like, ooh. That's why um, <laughs> you can still find some things that are like comparatively um really like bargain like skinks. You get twenty four still in the box, and they're only like fifty five bucks. I'm it's like, because it's just yeah, it's kit. No one wants it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it really is. It's actually well, I mean, fifteen. Blood Bowl skinks. When I did that Mordheim, um, the Mordheim nice. crew, the Blood Bowl skinks and the Blood Bowl Thoris are fucking ace. Yeah, they look. They're real tasty. Yeah, they're a little bit too modern for me. <laughs> they're too uh, well sculpted for you. Keep you your money. No, I'll give you your act. Nah, not modern <laughs> is the wrong word. They look really like I don't know. They just athletic. They look too blood ball. Yeah, they look too blood ball. Ah, oh, gotta get the conversion going, man. I don't have those skills like you, bro. Just gotta roll it in green stuff. Just roll parts <laughs> in green stuff. Hope for the best. Throw some sand and flock at it. Yep, flock it good. 
Well, see, this was like even before static grass was commonly when you were talking what? about how Flock. they didn't have that many paints. Flock was terrible. <laughs> no, I know, but even before that, because remember, before we got static flock being on everything, we had just sand glued down, goblin green at all. Job's now, a good one. What about the, the goblin green <laughs> static flock that you used to get as well? Is this weird like foamy sand yeah. shit that was yeah. like a slightly? So this is not turned. This is now moved from a Warhammer Fantasy Battle episode to sure. just a bunch of old cocksuckers yeah. nostalgically talking about how shit G Dub was in the day, but at least it was slightly cheaper. They originally <laughs> were for bases, but people did use them for them. They were for um terrain and like the templates. The tables and stuff. Yeah, like that. Like to put the edges of them on. Yeah. By template, do you mean movement tray? Yeah. yeah, you just held up an old school movement tray. <laughs> I think when I first got in the hobby, they were still um, selling Mordheim turf. Holy shit. Wow. So what, what when you were four? Oh, wait, no. Mord was Mordheim turf the mix of um, grass and that was the colour? Is that what you it mean? It was like kind of yellowish, brownish one. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so, yeah. so it wasn't anything to do with actual Mordheim. I don't think so, because Mordheim was gone before even me. Mordheim was dead when, I think, like 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, well, do, you, do you want to hear a I, I remember um, the Blood Bowl box, because uh, they decided to stop carrying specialist games. This is when, like, the Sydney G-Dubs moved. I think he's had four different locations off the top of my head. And this was at its very first place under the under the old monorail, which dates it even further because that's been torn down now. Um, they were getting rid of the specialist games lines. And I was saying to Dad, because I had, I think I had like $120 saved up. That This is pocket monies and birthday monies and, all, and Christmas money and all that because they were getting rid of all these lines. And I went there with my dad and um, he was like, no, 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 you don't want to get this because like they're getting rid of it so it won't get played again. I mean, the Blood Bowl box was half, was half price. So it was, it was like $50 or $40, $40 or something like that. So obviously its full price was $90 or $100 back then. And then, um, like, it, it's so funny because they when they re-released it, you know, what, four or five years ago, the cardboard and all that, everything, none of that's changed. Like, you could still basically run it. Like, obviously the rules have been updated and the miniatures are much prettier now. But I just, I just remember it was so funny because Dad was always like, oh, you'll never want that. You'll never use that. And over the years, I've just seen it on eBay going like, you know, $200, $300, $400 during the, like, the, the, the very dire years. I'm like... Could have made a good good return on that investment if I'd wanted Dad. Thanks a lot. Stupid accountants trying to be sensible with money. Classic boomer. Oh, I know, right? Doesn't get it, does he? Never, they never <laughs> do. Oh, after that, uh, that trip down memory memory fucking lane. Uh, Griggling, do you want to get yours in there, buddy? Yeah, Wait, hang on. I've been gone for like five minutes, and have we seriously not? Oh yeah, we've not hit Griggling, man. We're, we're talking about flock and shit. <laughs> All right, so I sort of started. Um, my first box set was the Battle for Skull Pass. It was like right at the tail end of uh, Lord of the Rings coming out, all the goblins. I was like, yeah, get into that. And then uh, never had anyone to play with. So sort of painted a few up and they just sat there. And then, um, yeah, starting out with you boys. And then when it was 2012 or something, we started getting into it. Start off with the dwarves. And I remember my first game against Nick. Had some organ guns and just Ugh. blasted the shit <laughs> off him off. I'm like, this is not going to be fun. <laughs> I play all, against. All blood <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I uh, swapped over to Empire, which was a horrible, horrible choice because <laughs> the state troops are heinous to paint. They've got hourglasses. So much little detail. Skulls, just, yeah, too much. Dicks hanging out. Toes. <laughs> Dick toes. They, they actually held up quite well, that kit. When it's that kit's well, a great kit. It's a it great is great. Kit. Yeah, it's great but, to um, make, like, Mordheim-style miniatures where you've got 
a group of adventurers as opposed to, oh, you need to paint 80 of these 70 parts. of them, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, getting it to eighth, oh, I think I had to paint about 100. With the, yeah, uh, it was crazy, I, I think, right? Quickly to touch on it, like, especially with the six, I think six is in a sweet point as well due to how you can begin an army. So for, I <laughs> suppose, Jay sitting here and Pat, who would have never played another, wouldn't have played 8th edition fantasy. And for those of you that don't know how it was done, it was a percentage system. So like, we all know that the basic 40K for Sorg, it's the same as 30K. It's the same as 6th edition and shit like that. So, you know, in you know, 30k, 40k, you have HQ2 troops, boom, that's your basic army. You know, you got rights of war or this, that, or the other thing to make it easier. Like everyone likes a pride mm-hmm. of the legion for 30k, for instance. Um, So you can go to HQ2 troops, maybe terminators, choose up a shit ton of points and you tick off a lot of your basic stuff. Um, Sixth edition fantasy has a similar thing based on the amount of points cost. You've got, what is it? Five different selection choices. You've got lords, which are your big dick characters. Think Praetors think chapter masters you've got your heroes which you like your lower level think captains think centurions um you've then got your core which is your troops so space like fucking tax squads uh assault squads all that sort of shit then you got your special and your rare so your special is probably closer to your maybe elites like special and rare are a mix of elites fast attack and heavy support i think would be fair wouldn't it yeah yeah um, so those all work in the sense that you can, you know, you can blow big points on big boy toys um, as long as you tick off your HQ and two troops. So, you know, you can have two, like in 30K, you can have two minimum tax squads. Um, you can go fucking minimum Praetor and then you can go fucking 17 land raiders or something. You know what I mean? Boom, I'm at yeah, 3K, whatever. Or... So the issue with 8th edition fantasy was you had, which there's always a tax on special uh, on troop choices, the troop tax, but yeah, it's what everyone called the core tax. Now the core tax seems fine, so it was it was instead of like numbers of units, so one HQ, two troops, it was percentages. So you had to have a minimum of your entire army's worth. Um, so if you were playing a two thousand point army, you had to have minimum five hundred points in your core section. Now that seems fine, and it was fine for some armies like Stuart. Um, he had a thing that essentially allowed him to run a right of war with Terminators in the uh, in the core section. Um, <laughs> That's right. For someone like myself Look playing old. vampire counts, like when you're Oof. you cap out at maybe ten points for a fucking a single ghoul, and you're probably running skeletons at five points and zombies at three, it mm. is a huge investment at um two thousand points to start an army. And the thing is, you sort of need to lean to the higher levels because if you wanted some cool dude on a fucking dragon, he's probably going to be five, six, seven hundred points. Now, yeah, so exactly, you need to, so like so. Let's say we go back to our two thousand points. We have our twenty five percent core tax. That would allow me to spend an absolute maximum of twenty five percent on my lords. So lords are your praetors and shit like that. Mm. So if I wanted a vampire lord and a zombie dragon, who I think when I ran him was like six hundred and fifty points, seven hundred points. You're you're reaching up into the level of well, I need to play a 2,400 point army to run this cool model that I've got, and that means I need to run 600 points of three to ten point models. Yeah, so just yeah, it's the same same sort of familiar system as the Lords of War. It's just way broader, so fuck. so much more yeah. of the army. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like Lords of War is a limitation on the Lord of War to keep them under control, whereas in fantasy yeah. it was truly a fucking core tax. Um, yeah. So I suppose the reason 6th edition is great in, and why we're looking into it is we're back to the Force Org style affair. Yeah, lower barrier to entry. You can just have the Correct. two minimum units. Two minimum core. 200-point game or whatever. 
Yeah. And like you, we can do it, like we could do a two thousand point battle, and I think you need to have a minimum of three or four core units, but they could be four core units of your basic bitch dude with no upgrades, and then you just go nuts with your heroes and shit and all that sort of fun stuff. Mm. So that's uh, definitely a thing that, as you're saying, that like eighth caused right. a lot of issues. Yeah. So having to paint that many things, yeah, demoralizing, not as fun. Yep. And it led to the to the, the whole armies. Like at the end of the day, I don't mind it up being like two gigantic horde blocks and a few little things either side, whereas look at six, there's lots of regiment size, like multiple medium size units, you'd probably say. Yeah. Just looks a lot a lot nicer. But um yeah, so, so what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna start an orcs and goblins army. Um always liked black orcs, just regular boys, that sort of thing, but I have a strong feeling they're gonna re release them when the game comes out in a couple of years. So I'm gonna use the um the Savage Orcs for the moment. That's a very punchy army. Yeah, should be some fun. Bring it. Uh, we'll go to Pat. Pat uh, probably doesn't have much experience with the old fantasies or being alive when they're out. Um, but <laughs> I'm sure you've got some awareness. Pat, do you have any of yeah. like? So Pat, Pat's just accidentally snuck into this episode, but we never say no. Well, at least try never to say no. Um, and uh, yeah, so what are your thoughts, Pat? Fantasy? You interested? Um, what, you, yeah, what interests so, you? So my my high school teacher actually got me into the hobby. He got me into, I think it was 7th edition 40k when that first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also played fantasy. And he so, so he kind of tried to rope me into fantasy a bit as well. And at the time, I was um, looking at the Tomb Kings. I was pretty keen on the Tomb Kings. Um, I was pretty set on getting one of those battle boxes. But then, uh, like, you know, high school happened. And then uh, the, the end times happened as well, so I couldn't get a hold of those models. So girls anymore. and the explosion of the Warhammer universe will put a bit That's of a right. damper on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you were in high school when the end times happened? Yeah, that's not bad. We're rolling the Bronx when the end times happened, boys. <laughs> yeah, it ages us a bit. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do have some skeletons lying around. Thanks, Nick. So, You're welcome, buddy. Look, that's, uh, it, I don't it know. It was the of a heroin like dealer going, hey, just try a little bro. Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's right. Well, I was a bit nervous about you saying your school teacher got you into it. Was it just <laughs> yeah, him and you, or was it like a group of people? No, nah, dude. So it was him and then like the, the year 12s at the times, but then they graduated and he fucking yeah. had kids. So I had no one to play with. So you kind of just, you know, he's like, here's this financial burden. Um, <laughs> I'm pushing it onto you. Can it you will cripple you for the rest of your life. <laughs> Can you grab a doll and sh- show me where the bad man touched you? He's got a neck right around the wallet. Straight, straight to the back wallet. In the wallet. Right he's, in the, the wallet. he's the bone giant. I'm like, oh, maybe that's not what you should be showing your kids, mate. <laughs> Watch it shoot. <laughs> yeah. It's got a giant bow. You guys are disgusting. Treat, <laughs> treat so our th- teachers with better respect. That's a, that's your run you down know. there, Pat? Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm keen. I'm keen. I've always liked the models, so it'll definitely be fun to paint because there's a lot of uh, a lot of gold I can sneak into those skeletons. So it'll be good. piece of shit. <laughs> and in fact, there's still there's there's still a lot of passion for the um the tomb kings out there. So they mm. like even some of the groups there are, are, are relatively active and pretty good at like hunting down either you know old kits or counts as and stuff like that. And there's some great options mm. out there for tomb kings. I really I like those, um. Giant bone snake looking things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what they were they one of the later releases. Ultra stalkers, yeah. So they were, yeah. they were later releases, but you could definitely just proxy them as uh, Ushabati or however you fucking Ushabti? pronounce that. Yeah, Ushabti. I love those guys. Ushabti. Those guys were the best. Ushabti? Ushabti. Ushabti. 
I just yeah. I look forward to watching Pat's face though when he realizes that his basic bitch troops aren't the equivalent of top tier headquarters characters. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can get them back up. So so Pat, essentially when you if you do if you do get into this, you will be using a shit ton of tech thralls. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> Actually, well, also, they're faster, more fragile tech thralls. <laughs> Half of them are in chariots, but they do have the benefit of poison at least. Oh, yeah, you can ca- run chariots as core, which yeah, is Yeah, chariots cool. are core. So it, it, yeah. you, you can just bring literally two chariots, you're 150 points in, and that's your core done. Done. Mm-hmm. You put a HQ choice in, um, a hero or a lord, and bingo, bango, add whatever you want. I definitely remember their poison Cascade and their mobility being a really strong um, benefit for them. Casket of Skills. I remember yeah. using the Casket <laughs> of Skills in 8th edition when they allowed the Undead Legions. Yeah. The, the Screaming Skull was good. Up. Oh, yeah, that's a great Screaming model. Screaming Skull Catapult. That was cool, yeah. Oh, yeah. also, is it... I think uh, Mengel did a unofficial Tomb Kings into AOS rule set, but more importantly with that, he made a whole bunch of conversions and artwork um, and stuff for it. So, so there's actually some recent fan artwork that goes along with that and models that he's used to convert up to have a sort of more modern looking um uh, tomb kings honestly like if it, pat for, for you for instance like um the basic bitch skeletons if you went and got those new skeletons the uh the ones they just re-released mm. and just bang a bunch of um tomb king shields on them you'll be laughing there's always that mantic line as well fuck up with the mantic lines yeah go away <laughs> like i just oh the i don't know the details it's a bit too round on it yeah, nah. I uh, there's some that are okay. The chaos, mm-hmm. the dwarves are not terrible. Terrible. The new the goblins are really bad. nice. Yeah, elitists. Their ogres, uh, the mantic ogres, are what my trolls are. So they, oh, they, they were, were quite good. Yeah, they were fantastic. They, they we just didn't live together. <laughs> They've got some. You can continually saw them for years. You know what I always appreciated about that army, Stuart, was that your army is susceptible to fire, so you base them on lava bases. <laughs> but also, Stuart never cracked the shit when everyone took the flame, the the banner of a turtle flame. That. Always we're having an in house tournament, and just before it starts, it's like, has everyone got their banner of internal play? Just it was really like five. It was five points. Oh, five. Yeah, it was, it so was really cool. Wow. Like, why would you not bring it just in case? Yeah. So for those playing at home that have never played 8th, so essentially Stuart's army was made up of trolls, and trolls had a rule in 8th called Regenerate, which was essentially a feel-no-pain save for those playing at home. And Regenerate was awesome. It would give you... Uh, did it give you um, saves against heroic killing blow? Killing blow? Yeah. Against everything, I had a 4-plus save. Yeah. Except for I think fire. it was everything but killing blow. Yeah. Except for fire. So the only thing that would stop Regenerate saves was fire, and there was a 5-point magical banner available to every fucking army that just gave you flaming attacks on a unit. So It was actually worse than that, Nick, because it not only did fire ignore regen, but it turned regen off for the rest of the game, even for non-fire. No, no, it, it wasn't it wasn't the game, that, it was uh, for that combat phase. Yeah, so that turned so if you yeah, yeah if you had okay. flaming arrows and your first unit shot them with flaming arrows, they wouldn't get regen for everything else. So the Blood Knight did a real good one-two punch once with that. Oh, that was glorious. <laughs> Beautiful. But, so the, the Blood Knights went in at an initiative five, um, flamed off all the regen, and then the Shitbox Empire Knights went in and just clubbed the shit out of these poor cocksuckers. Shitbox. I know they were great. They were great. <laughs> back to what Jordan was saying about turning it off. In sixth, if you hit anything with regen with flaming attacks, turns their regen off for the rest of the game. 
Yeah, Ooh. six it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, but Young Bucks nowhere near as prolific. Like you probably have to rely on the the Fraternian archers. <laughs> all I, my I put flaming. I yeah. put flaming weapons on all my lizards. Uh, Skaven with their warp fire throwers and stuff. Oh, is that fire? Flame, is it dwarf flame cannons? You're gonna put salamanders. I'm going to put a flaming room on my goblin hero and just hurl flaming axes at you from across the, side of the other side of the board. I'll, I'll accept nah. that only if you green stuff the flames because that looked brutal. I've got to scratch build the whole fucking thing, so I may as well make flying axes. <laughs> yeah, like, why not make it harder for myself already? <laughs> just commit. Yeah. Just punch myself so in like the dick even further. <laughs> All right, so again, we've, uh, oh, we've lost someone. Uh, <laughs> trying to work out who it is. Yeah, it's Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan. He's back. Yeah. Um. All right. So, Pat, was that you done, brother? That's all me, man. All right. So, I suppose it's not to be. It sounds weird trying to put push it into me, but you know, it's all about me. So, uh, <laughs> um, my first experience with fantasy was when I got into 40k when I was a heap younger. So, around whenever the sixth edition, um. Warriors of Chaos Codex came out. I remember I got Archeon for my birthday because his model was oh, fucking nice. amazing. Oh. That metal Archeon. Yeah. Mind blown. Um, Is that the one I, on the horseback? Yes. Yeah, yeah. with the oh, horns oh, coming out of the horse. And shit. Yeah. yeah. And on the, and yet, the, the scenic the broken ground. And... Yeah. yeah. He was so oh, yeah. cool. Was and like, Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I was talking to one of the boys about it the other night, but on the lead-up to them releasing the Hordes of Chaos book, every month on the lead-up was they did this big sort of expose on each of the major gods. So they did like a big one on um, like Slanesh, well, obviously Slanesh, Zench, um, Korn and Nurgle, but like each of the commanders had like their own name and how they grew up and shit and how they ended up joining Archaon's Horde and all sorts of fucking cool shit like that. And it was just so cool. And I loved the old school... Um, you know, the sixth edition Chaos Warriors, not not the foot ones because they were fucking terrible. The ones on the horses and shit, like, you know, the guy with all the fucking hands stapled to his shield and shit. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. So that was my first experience with uh, fantasy. And I think Old Mate was my only fantasy model uh, for, for ages. I think I, you know, that was, yeah, he was probably my only fantasy model because I was heavily into 40K, as I think all teenage boys are. Um, you know, so, Space oh, Marines and all that oh, sort of stuff. So yeah. Only fantasy? What was that, man? Can we call this episode Only Fantasy? Only Fantasy? Yeah. Only Fantasy. Oh, oh okay. Uh, all right. I like it. Just wait. Let me get my nipple out. <laughs> Click like and subscribe. Um, yeah. Where's the Defender? We need those nipples. Yeah, he, he's apparently playing uh, Battlefront 2 with Pip on Xbox. Thanks, though. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, that was my first experience with Fantasy. Then... Um, but it was mainly 40k. Obviously, you're in high school. You in, you find about, out about girls and shit, and then you get into probably your early 20s and you give less of a fuck because you're and yeah. you find people to game with and then you start gaming again and i think like matt that was when you got introduced into the group um when we we're getting back into 40k yeah, i was really strong heresy for two years and shit and oh. then i think we got over what 40k was turning into and got into fantasy for a short but fun stint um mm-hmm. and that's when we did eighth and i remember i picked up a shit ton of um, vampire account stuff for cheap and i got like 10 of the metal blood knights included and Ooh, forever nice. I was smitten with Blood Knights. Love Blood Knights. They're so fucking cool. Um, they were like $90 for five even back then. Yeah, yeah. I got like, and then they started I climbing, got, mate. I got I two starter boxes. I got two starter boxes, a rule book, and 10 Blood Knights for like 200 bucks or something. So it was like fucking ridiculous. Huge. Uh, not that you could ever run 10 Blood Knights. Again, because if we go back to the percentage thing, Core could never be more than 25% of your army. Each Blood Knight was 50 fucking points. So they were pricey That was boys. the way you ran them. Like, didn't you give them all ensorcelled weapons and, and stuff? 
No, in Source of Weapons was um the va- uh, the Chaos Knights. So the Vampire, the Blood Knight, the Blood Knights were terrific shock cavalry. They just needed to be two wounds apiece, I think. Um, yeah, so they had a Terminators sort of thing for forty k. Yeah, but again, yeah, were... it came down to the rules were probably based around six when whatever they had killed couldn't attack them back. Correct. So two wounds would have been, been broken oh. back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they were strength seven on the charge because they, they were essentially like vampire hero characters with one wound on a horse the lance they were fucking mm. so good <laughs> and they were a freaking unit they could then put heroes with yeah exactly and but they, did, i never put heroes with them because <laughs> we they didn't need to they yeah. were, i found vampire counts were always a bully they're a bully army so vampire counts could never you never want to go toe to toe with the equivalent you always wanted to slot one down so you'd put your your um and like so like you put your lord into enemy heroes or infantry um you'd put your blood knights not into enemy elite cavalry but lighter cavalry and shit and you'd keep slotting down until you hit the enemy lords again and then you put them with zombies and just like sit there for the whole match going kill them i don't care so vampires were a fun awesome um bully army i think it's the best way i could describe it but um that was pretty much my experience with eighth and then they came in and blew up the world but i had so much fun with eighth even with how terrible the rules are especially by comparison to six um just i i felt eighth was a very well warhammer fantasy in general was quite a visual sounds like a dumb thing to say for a Mm. a static hobby but i feel like if you thought about what was happening if you took you know like imagine when you're reading a book you know what i mean if you use that as if you were reading a book and imagine in your head so much cool shit going on like and the blood knights again amazing like i had one i went to a tournament once and I think there was a bunch of the ogres with the cannons. What were they called? Lead belchers. Lead belchers. They were in a building and they were just fucking hosing these blood knights, <laughs> right? These blood knights are just fucking eating the shit and dying in droves. One blood knight gets to the building. And so I remember in 8th, when you got to a building, you dismounted off your horse and pretty much went into the building. So there's one blood knight. I imagine he's fucking tied his horse up, jumped off his fucking horse, pulled his sword out, went to this building and beaten the shit out of a bunch of ogres. They've ran out of the building. This one blood knight then run down all these fucking ogres and then chewed up this guy's back line. One blood knight. It was just amazing. The best. Nothing beats it. When you're saying it's a visual game, I think one of the benefits for Warhammer fan is like you line your armies up and, and during the missions, like I'm sure we've all seen the White Dwarf uh, battle reports and you've got, you know, the square blocks of here's your troops and here's that. Like anytime you see a historical reenactment or, you know, the history channel and they're talking about whatever mm. battle it was, that's kind of how they present it to us. So I found it was really easy to visualize for, my, for me personally compared to say 40K because when they would do the graphic representations of 40K, it got so messy when they're like, oh, here's this unit. It was 10, but now it's eight. And here's little X is here. And like it was very, to me, the clarity of what was happening in the battle was so much more with Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah, definitely. When you're looking at all the, little, the battle maps I used to have with, like, you know, Unit 1 was the swordsman and shit, and they did, like, a little 6x4 diagram, it was much easier to follow than, as you said, like, the little dots of, you know, Unit 1 and 2 of Guardsmen getting eaten. Mm. Oh, like, and like even, like, close combat, right? You know, they hit, and then if you win, you, you know, you wrap around or you make a flank or a rear charge and all that, and, like, all of that stuff's obviously ripped straight from the real world. So I found that, you know, as a kid, like, you know, reading fantasy books and stuff like that, super easy to... Um, you know, visualize. take from a bunch of yeah, visualize from a bunch of you know red and green squares on a, on a page, and you sort of get a much to me a much more sort of um, realistic sort of uh, image in your brain of what's actually going on there. But yeah, also, the other that. thing that I think is key is um, like things don't just like get wiped straight away. Like forty k, mm. they have their turn, and you could literally have 
like I like 40k too, but like you could have 30% of your army just gone or shooting this quite totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Whereas in this, even, even though combat's good in this game, like psychology, I said this earlier, psychology kills more than anything else in the game. And well, that's, I feel in sixth it does, in eighth it was useless. <laughs> yeah. Well, you still did break and run people down and stuff. Like yeah, I feel like fantasy's really the, big, like compared to other games at least. Yeah. Yeah. You, well, that's just, that's my whole issue with um, Warhammer. Of 40k 9th and or an 8th and age of sigma they can completely removed how leadership yeah. rolls into it which, which is a big problem it's not his historical at all like in real no. life you know you, you when you go back and look into history some of these battles only like 30 percent of the people actually died because the yeah. others get run. up off. yeah exactly. run you know yeah humans run like we're not these automatons that just move into you know getting shot or stabbed like yeah mm-hmm. if you're yeah. losing the battle and everyone's dying around you you'll get the fuck out of there now yeah. like, i'll yeah. take my re- like i'm gonna jump on that sword or i could fuck off and maybe survive yeah. <laughs> and just pretend i'm dead yeah exactly that's that's another win um, but yeah, so that was my experience with eighth, and I think I tapped all you boys on the shoulders earlier. With you going, hey, six, six. What do you reckon, six, six? And not a lot of pickup. But um, now I think with the old world, I think people are significantly a bit more interested. And I'll be doing um, Slanesh, like fully mounted um, army sort of thing, like using a lot of the new uh, head knights of Slanesh models and stuff because they are awesome. I think very Slaneshy. Um, so it'll be a combination of them and probably the new skinny storm cast to represent sort of neatly armored, you know, mm-hmm. exemplars that are the Slaneshi warriors. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm looking forward to coming up. Um, um, so I'm having a look at the Lost Kingdom miniatures stuff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, is that the 3D printing stuff? Yeah. yeah. Is that the lizard men one? Oh yeah. yeah. But yeah he's also got stunning. those Doom Kings though, doesn't he? Yeah. I, I, think, I think I'm in. He's got some pretty sick shit there. Yeah. Well, also- I just sent you one over messenger for those snakes for the tomb kings just yeah. beautiful yeah now that all the uh kickstarter's all out for it you can get most of it yeah. on pinterest don't look on pinterest for that stuff yeah. <laughs> got this giant baboon with a with an uh with a bow and it's sick oh the bone giant yeah it's yeah, so cool. yeah Undying Dynasties, that's it. This is great podcasting. Look up mm-hmm. Lost Kingdom shit. Definitely not a sponsor. Maybe should be. Who knows? Um, but yeah, they've got some cool shit. That Eminetto Tep Tep on the big fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. they do some stunning models. I'll think about it. Oh, I, wanted, so cool. it's, I felt bad. It's like we're going back in the sixth edition. I didn't want to. I really wanted to use the like, GW so, Are you saying you'll think about it, but Pat was talking about the two <laughs> <laughs> you you just said that about the lizard men. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. The lizard men shit there's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, Pat, uh, like if you need a couple of gateway drugs, I can probably 3D print you oh, something. That's the one I'm looking at right now, Stuart. Um he, he prints out all of them for you for three hundred bucks as well. Oh really? Yeah. Well that's where I think I got my Pegasus Knights from. The Bretonian stuff's amazing as well. Yeah. Is is this guy's printing quality any good? Uh, I didn't actually look at his reviews, but the stuff <laughs> I just brought, <laughs> yeah, but the stuff I brought, I I had a good look through the reviews and stuff like that. But yeah, seems right. like it. You, you got to sort of Pat, you take your chances a little bit with that. Yeah, Pat, do, maybe do, wait, wait until my stuff comes, and if it's okay, I'll just, just I'll let you know. All right, I do yeah. love the undead um, camel for one of the, the leaders. That's awesome. It's sick, eh? Like, well, the, what are they, the ship gorgeous. of the sand. Yeah. There you go, Pat. I just added you to the group, buddy, because, you know, we always need more Facebook groups to mute. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, you need, do you need the PDFs, buddy? 
I mean, <clears throat> the legitimate copies that I'll hand deliver to you. Oh, you might as well, well you... send the actual physical books that you've totally bought. I will definitely send you the physical books. <laughs> I would, but I'm in lockdown, so I can't. They're all at my parents' place. <laughs> I went looking up. the other day. I've only got like one or two. I was like, God damn it. Like one or two here, I mean. I'm glad somebody's on oh, Ten wow. Kings. They're like pretty much the best fantasy army. They're pretty good. Oh, cool. I'm, I'm and you re- just watch the mummy on repeat while you're painting them. Exactly. Great movie. <laughs> mummy Excellent one and two. Movie. Don't go any further than that. No. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. I watched the new <laughs> Wait, one. Are you, are you I saying? Hate it. Did you say Mummy Two, the Scorpion King? No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's a three. spin-off standalone, isn't it? No, no, yeah, uh, no. It's the second one. No, the oh. second one. Oh, is it? I'm going to agree with DJ. I think it's a separate thing. There's one, two, and three, and then Scorpion King's side. No, but Scorpion King was the Scorpion King. There's the cameo at the end with the rest of the movie was good. He was just in the movie. He was called The Rock then. He was not Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Dwayne Johnson. He was just The Rock. The Rock. Yeah, you're right. He was at the end. But the rest of the movie was still good. Yeah. Great. Brendan Fraser is a fucking gem. Oh, I love him. Anything he's in is normally and a good Rachel watch. Weiss. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's good. Wow. And what's the brother? What's the brother? Dude, like the useless English brother? Uh, Tim Tim John Hannah. John Hannah. John Hannah. That's the Animal Kingdom guy, isn't it? He's the guy who I suppose, like, oh, I just finished watching Spartacus again. He's yeah, he's good. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh, that's right. He is, isn't he? Batty Artist in Spartacus. Of course cool. he is. Cool. Is he a shitbird in Spartacus as well? Oh, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Again, unfor- unfortunately, a series that was really um, yeah Can't impacted by the death of its uh, main actor after the yeah. first season. But yeah, you it don't was expect a- fit, but- sexy people to die of some shitty fucking. I'll tell you what, yeah. Lucy Lawless rig still going. Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. even now, man. Even now, I'd- yeah. Army, um, she was it? She she um jumped into Army of the Dead and stuff. Brilliant. Uh, Army of the like Dead. The Ash, oh, sorry, Ash versus the Evil Dead, I should say. Yes, yes, yeah, great. Ash, Ash versus the uh, Evil Dead. TV series, yeah. That is a fucking solid series. I'm yeah, like, I, think I love recently, it. This might be our worst podcast yet. <laughs> you don't know, mate. The next one could be even more of a dumpster fire. That's why I said yet. He did use yet. I actually blame <laughs> Corey. I think we're all on point until we have to wait half an hour for some cocksucker to get into. Yeah, yeah we've got time. Time. I was said, ready. Yeah, you it was said 45 minutes. You said 9.15 and I was in at 9.15. That was based but, on you have to watch The Bachelor, which finished at 8:40. We were originally going to start at eight. Yeah, well. <laughs> anyway, uh, Stuart, do you want to run down your fantasy uh, history what and uh, eighth and sixth vibes? Uh, well, I'll kick it off with uh, sort of everyone else started off with where they got introduced to toy soldiers and stuff like that. Mine was much later. It was definitely when I was probably like almost twenty. 22 something like that and nick was like hey why don't you play this and then someone was like i've got an entire army of tyranids you can just have so i took that but i was like i'll never buy a model yeah fucking never nerds. ever buy a model <laughs> yeah you nerds in the wind tunnel and then, oh me sorry yeah and then uh the turvagon came out and i was like oh i'll just buy that one and in a couple of thousand dollars later yeah so that that was all 40k and that all died in the ass sort of with that scene and we moved over to fantasy and i for that one i was playing uh, warriors of chaos but not your sort of vanilla type chaos i really loved my trolls and as nick was saying earlier sort of had like their own little right of war with um making throg as their leader and being able to take these super tough 
trolls as your core to just sort of fill it out. And yeah, loved playing that. And then the world blew up and everyone was sad. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't too bad for us because we were only into it for a year and a half. But there were people that we went to tournaments with and their armies were almost as old as me. Like they they were like 25-year-old so armies. Yeah. The, yeah. One, the one that will always stick with me is when I went, I didn't play in it, but I went and watched Nick at Moonstruck and this guy, and he was playing Gil. And I felt, oh, bad, I felt bad because he was playing Gil. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was the Bretonians. But the base on these things, it was like they were walking through a French field and the like the the grass and the daisies and all that came up halfway up the horses and everything. There was like trudge marks through all the, all oh, the wow. basing and the grass. Like it was just fucking phenomenal like what That's people awesome. did what people did with these armies and stuff in fantasy like mm. what we see in 30k is cool but i don't think it's as good as what we saw in fantasy with people who really put their finger to the pulse and really had a crack the units in fantasy so again for people that have no fucking idea what fantasy is because you had the regiment of blocks you could get earth what people would call coin unit fillers and shit so mm. you might like you might have four guys that would normally take up a space but you put a 40 by 40 millimeter base in there which would take up the equivalent amount of guys but you could have something big and cool on there like um i, I definitely use that my zombie blocks to save me having to build fucking hundreds of zombies i had a um <laughs> Uh, what was the Korea bestilled on getting clubbed to death by zombies out of spite for Korea? Get a few ogres. Army. Yeah, dead ogres, dead chaos warriors, some guy pulling a zombie horse along. And I think, for one, it did save you a bit of work, but it definitely allowed you to be a bit more creative. And as you're saying, Corey, definitely, like, not to say I was on the level of that Bretonian guy because his shit was fucking nuts. His shit was but, um, but it definitely, you, you had more scope to do shit with the models because individual models didn't matter. It was the unit block, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're which basically is making a... small, like vignettes or small dioramas within your army, which really help tell the story of your army. Yeah, without a doubt. And also with what Corey was bringing up with that guy with the beautiful Bretonian army brings me to the segue of what I'm actually going to play in six is Bretonians. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, I've got, Good man. I'm going to do this type or this. And I'm like, mm. I'm just going to read the rule book and cherry pick the stuff that I like. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Wait, to I'm be playing... fair, I was going to say, what you like rules-wise, what you like story and fluff and character-wise? I think a big part of the me with getting into any game is sort of how the gameplay works. Mm-hmm. So I like Pegasus Knights. Absolutely yeah, amazing sure. flyers and great. Love the Green Knight because he's janky and sort of like yep. pops up here and there. So it was more, I was looking at rules, but I wasn't exactly going, oh, this thing's really overpowered. So I'm going to just take an entire army of Pegasus Knights or something like that. <laughs> yeah. The, the gameplay is a big part of it for me, yeah, especially sure. creating an army. Like That's always the fun of it. You just read half the rule or like the whole rule? Is that Patrick? Yeah, that yeah. Patrick is fucking shady. <laughs> so oh, so Stuart has always been fuck. Also, hello, Tommy. Thank you for joining us. We're talking about fantasy. Good luck, buddy. Um, oh, dear. Stuart's always been very good at reading like sort of the initial part of a rule without sort of, if you will, the quantifying second part of a rule <laughs> that normally brings limitations in that make it reasonable. So <laughs> it's not even like it was a gradual thing like day dot with the gene stealers first time i played them someone told me they had acid blood and like for the next two editions yeah gene steals all have acid blood like yeah, that, incidentally, that, that it was an upgrade for the, the squad sergeant essentially yeah 
That's right. Yeah. But fantasy is where we got the the Hail Murray. A Hail Murray play. Oh, came along and went, if I roll, like, if, I can't remember your word. He was like, Cow if I roll, shrine, right? if I roll this shrine. and I roll five sixes, this thing has like a 10% chance of becoming a demon prince. And like, yeah. I, I huh? summoned two demon princes and you had to roll three sixes in a row and not get anything below like... I think it was a two or a one on the first two rolls, or else you like chaos spawned. No, so you'd roll, you'd roll for the chalice, which was you needed a five to six for it to work, and then you needed to roll two d six to work out what you got on it, and then you had to take a leadership test on the wizard casting it or holding the chalice or whatever it was. If it passed it, it turned into a demon prince, and if it didn't, it turned into a chaos spawn. It was something like that. Like it turned into a chaos spawn a lot more often. Than I remember seeing the chaos spawns. Prince. I don't remember the prince. He summoned one demon prince in that big oh. joint game we had, and then the terror guy screamed it off. Oh, that's probably why I can't remember. You would be quit. a feedback scroll kind of guy instead of just spell scroll, weren't you? You know the no, feedback no. where you you can pretty much kill any caster, but you have to roll a shit ton of four bosses. <laughs> yeah, Seems worse, like something I'd do. Yeah. Well, it depends if someone told him about it and told him that's how it worked. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or if the first line was really good, like it just yeah. dispels everything. <laughs> Why would you ever take a dispel? Uh, not a yeah, dispel scroll. scrolls don't dispel scrolls, even though it's in the name. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that, I've got a little bit of a Hail Murray play in uh, my oh, Bretonian. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I've got a mace that destroys magical weapons, but you've got to roll to, um, to hit and to wound on it for it to actually work and go through. And then you have to roll a four plus for it to actually be destroyed. So it's so not too bad. No, no, this is the list I'm writing now. Oh, okay, with gotcha. the, Yeah, with cool. the Hail Murray play. And I also gave him a gauntlet of you can't refuse refuse my challenges so you've <laughs> got to go into a challenge with him and then he gets his uh morning star and tries to smash your magical items yeah i just want so to clarify em- someone... slaps you with a gauntlet to to challenge you is that how it works and you insult their honor as bretonians <laughs> they get their honor insulted and then they get butt hurt but i'm just <laughs> thinking then... like so he's going to be a general normal relatively normal human stat line yeah maybe weapon skill five or six yeah, yeah, they're, they're all pretty basic strength three. So what happens when you challenge a vampire strength lord or a chaos lord? Like, and they just beat the hard. fucking the, shit the, out of you. The wound doesn't have to go through. I just need a roll to hit and to wound you. I suppose the issue is if you don't get the charge, you're in trouble. Yeah, I was going to say, what if they charge you? you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm screwed. Oh, I'm just going to be like, heart that guy. <laughs> I'm just it's gonna be the whip guy of days of yore. That's a whole nother in joke for those playing at home. Don't worry about that. Um but all right, so is that is that you covered, Stuart? Yeah, that's me pretty much done. Easy peasy. So now my list is all to shit because Corey dropped. We've got the bot, which is probably not gonna do much talking. We've no. got Corey who's already done too much talking. So next up we've got Jay. If I've done too much talking, then well, I don't know what the fuck DJ's done. <laughs> I have <I've> attended <laughs> the entire time rather than go off for twenty minutes. Oof, oof. Oh, <laughs> I went off for like three seconds when it kicked me out for being inactive, but not actually talking. <laughs> inactive when you weren't at your, your seat. I saw that. That's all right. Go play your total wall. That's fine. I can't. I'm using my laptop for Discord. <laughs> your laptop can't do both? I mean, it can, but... What's it made for? I'm also, I'm, also, I'm also painting. It's called Alt-Tab, bro. 
<laughs> Sorry, Jay. Um, so, Jay, get onto it, buddy. All right. So, my fantasy experience is. How are you, Jay? Anyway, are you good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah good. Good. Yeah. Doing pretty good. My fantasy experience is zero. I've not played a single game. <laughs> um, the closest I got was reading the Sixth Ed Vampire Counts book. Good choice. Yeah, mm. Blood Dragons. Mm. Yes. The Fuck best. yes. So do you mean you read that back in the day? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, high school. No one else really wanted to play, but like a few of them bought the books as well. Like there was a I read through the Dark Elves book. Um, and definitely the chaos ones because chaos all the way. The, the hordes of chaos shit. The, the hordes of chaos, the way it layers with beasts of chaos, is just like subliminal army book writing. I'm sorry, but just amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. When when this came up and we were starting to look at into doing fantasy, I was thinking, oh, fuck, what armies? What army should I do? Like, what do I like? It's like, oh, the vampire counts. Yeah. Maybe two things. Beast Chaos nearly got me. And then I was like, oh, wait, I have five, six thousand points of corn demons here. Just sitting <laughs> oh, wow. on the shelf. So why don't I just play them? <laughs> it was literally the last thing I thought it of. Out. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be an easy buy for me because I own everything already. Got four or five bloodthirsters sitting there. Good luck. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I might get to roll, roll one in a three thousand point game. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've got cool, sixteen blood crushes, eighty odd blood letters, bits and pieces. So it's um, hot to try. Yeah, it's pretty much good to go. So <laughs> when we start just, playing, I'll be there. I want to clarify now that when we do start playing, you know, it's very cute that Jay thinks he's all set. He's not going to buy anything you've done. That's always <laughs> how everyone begins. <laughs> well, the blood no, letters at... were fun, but blood dragons are fucking cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, I don't think Blood Knights were a thing when I was reading that book. Otherwise, I definitely would have started. No, Black no, Knight, I think. But yeah, you can, with the Vampire Counts book, You, I've looked into it, you could pretty much go, like, depending on the points level, but you go three Vampire Thralls in full, like, Blood blood, um, blood Dragon get up on a horse, take them in the Blood Dragon army list, and run them in a lance formation with the Black Knights. Black so it's just a yeah. front rank of fucking... Um, yeah, which like is what vampires. I very, Jesus. very, very nearly did. I even bought a vampire on a horse. Um, God, this would have been 2002, 2003. Oh, fuck. He's painted up here somewhere in a box. Um, so yeah, I was very much considering that. <laughs> but uh, no, I'll just go with the, uh, the easy option. I think I think that's completely fair. Like if you just want to, if you test putting your toes in the water and you got something you can run it with, try it with what you've got, and then if you want to expand upon it, go for it. Yeah, yeah. The um the Storm of Chaos book definitely did help because that opened it up to actually yeah, sure. having blood crushes and chariots, which aren't the uh the cannon, but still it's a chariot. Oh, the the fucking mm-hmm. let's be honest in in uh, Fantasy Eight that um cannon chariot, same as the ogre cannon chariot, was fucking bent. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, well, I've been reading through the, um, move and shoot. the eighth ed book today. Uh, it's been very interesting because it is just a carbon copy of the fifth ed demons book. So I already know everything that's in it, basically. Oh, it's, just, it's the same, same. It's like word for word, the exact same book. Oh, wow. So lazy as shit. Yeah, picture that, for picture, was, word for word. Oh. Was that because previously it was in a campaign book? So they ripped it out and made it its own book? Is that basically uh, what they did? No. So they the never eight. did the book in sixth. Yeah. Yeah, the eighth dead one is just exactly the same. I'm assuming they did the fantasy one first and just completely copy pasted the. Oh, the got you from the 40k, 40K one. Codex. Yeah, makes sense. But uh, I've read the 40k one 
backed around a thousand times. So it works well. There you go. Sweet, cheap gateway drug for you, my friend. Yeah. Chariots are good in this game, so you'll like your chariots. Yeah, they've got their impact hits, which are essentially Hammer of Wrath hits that are better. Yeah. Um, mm. They've got a lot of unit strength, so they can outnumber dudes and all that sort of stuff. I think demons so, have fear baked in, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So especially oh, nice. in, in six, where you know you could pretty much, by the time you've charged in, done impact hits, and then just done your couple of normal attacks, there's not going to be much hitting back at you. And then you've got unit strength with your kills. You'll probably make most things bleed. Yeah. Well, uh, I feel also, as someone who hasn't played six, but has definitely read a lot of the six rules, and after playing a lot of eighth, which was just eighth was very fucking grindy. There was very rarely a like defining combat that would shift something. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as a vampire count player, you just relied on one or two units just to chew the shit out of other units and hope that you would outlast them. I but think that's I'm, just you, purely because it's steadfast. Be yeah, steadfast was yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Um, whereas it seems like six, like you factor in, if you outnumber a unit and the the unit's fear causing, or if you're outnumbered by a fear causing enemy and you fail your break, or you, I think if you lose combat, you fuck off, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. It makes sense. You you got like zombies, there's these fucking hundreds of zombies against you. They've done a bit of damage to your unit. You're like, why the fuck would I stay here? I want out. You know I mean? <laughs> like, unbreakable motherfucker. Well, that's fine with the slayers. I look forward to watching the Slayer versus Jay battle when yeah, every kills yeah. a guy. Yeah, he gets 10 VP every time I kill something. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> That's very you know, you know what I thought? And this is and this is why I like fantasy. Um, and he outnumbers me. Yeah. One of my favourite parts of fantasy is the, the like the novels and, and the reading at that. And I think they were mm. the first thing that I read. I read them more more so so i vividly remember going to cranbourne library and borrowing like um Gotrek and felix books before i even knew back in the day before 40k was the thing i remember reading those um but me doing this thing because i i think we all go into this with an idea if there's a there's a purpose behind our army there's a theme there's a fluff and there's something like that and i think you know my early spitballing is that my dwarves are uh like the last remnants of a hold that was slaughtered by orcs or something like that and that's why they've taken the slayer oath now and then now they're just rampaging over um <laughs> over the old world trying to you know trying to achieve their slayer death and it's one of those things it's like you know what i could do i could start doing things where after every game i could write them a little entry about their battles the only problem that i have is i'll probably lose every game so it won't make for a very heroic story for my dwarves <laughs> apart from the fact that they all you know maybe by the end of the first battle they've all actually died and i have to start a new throng but <laughs> Sorry, you can just add it to your book of grudges. Well, who's left to grudge if they're all dead? <laughs> well, whoever killed them, because like someone who's financing them, or you know, because these are always you know the. No, no. What I'm saying, DJ, is who carries on the grudge if all my dwarves are already dead from the first battle? Yeah, but see, your dwarf army is like a subset of dwarf culture, right? It's all the retards and the rejects and the the ones that have Not done the retards it. Retards and the reject. Yeah, Sounds it's like all like, army. Do, do they have beards? Do they have beards? No, they don't no. because they're the, they're they're the bad ones. So because often, like you know, like if there's a, a dwarf king and one of his princes fucks up, he goes off and beat and is a slayer. And only if the slayer succeeds is that um, grudge, you know, is crossed out of the book of grudges. So success for a slayer, isn't that death? Yeah, death. Glorious is death, but it needs to be a glorious death, like atoning. So you need to like die killing a dragon. You can't just like get an blow your brains out. Die. Yeah, or you can Or fight beards though. Fighting anything that's tough as five. We'll see. Uh, so thank you very much, Jay. Very five. 
Yeah, strength five or toughness five just nets you fucking extra VP for dying like peasants. That's crazy. (laughs) I do love the... Again, I think I love in 30k, and I think I love as well with fantasy, there's just this weird sort of jank that occurs, you know what I mean? Like, it's relatively balanced, but there's this weird, funny shit that you can really rock scissor paper, and it's just... It's not even, like, upsetting. It's just, like, you know, Jace Corn probably... demons are going to kick the shit out of these fucking naked slayers. But the slayers may win by just dying. <laughs> but that's what I started looking at. Like, slayers, when you look at the list, you go, fuck, they've got no armor. They've got movement three. They've got one thing that can shoot. Like, it, I just, I just want to stop you there, Corey, though. But on. the one thing that can shoot... It's great. It's possibly amazing. Possibly the coolest war machine in oh, all of fantasy. Right? But if you, yeah, but if so you for think... those listening, look up the Goblin Hewer. It's essentially like this this chain fit like this like almost like a chainsaw belt or a chainsaw chain with these little fingers that grab onto these axes and just hurl axes in front of it. <laughs> so there's no denying it's cool, yeah? No denying it's awesome. Correct. This is very awesome. Like we play three thousand points, I get one of those. So it's like I can't. Because uh, it's yeah, it's a right? regiment so get, of renown. I get, yeah, I get one of them. Um, other than that, it's all foot slogging doors. But uh, anyway, this is what we're talking important about. Question. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Um, important question. So as, <laughs> as I spoke about, it's that that building of the list. So you look at you go, fuck, they're only movement three. But then you look at their rules. You go, well, I get a free two d six move to start with that ignores all terrain apart from impassable terrain. So they just go two d six forward. And you start looking at other things, going, well, there's a rune that you can, a banner that you can get for rune that all doors units within 12 inches get a free D6 move before the first turn. So all of a sudden you go, I'm anywhere between 8 to 18 inches up the board already. Um, And that's before I still get, that's before we still roll for first turn and I get um, to roll two dice. charges. Yeah, and I get to, yeah, you know what I mean? But And I get to roll roll for (laughs) I get to roll two dice for two dice for first turn, and you know discard the lots. I get to, you know two chances at it. It's that this building in those layers that's like that's the cool part like of this. <laughs> sort of why I never, I suppose, everyone else's experience as well. Kings of War. That's why it never dragged me in. Oh. I tried that as an alternative. Matt, so. your your quote, and I use this every time anyone asks me about Kings of War. I think I use your quote every time, and that was what is it? It's rice flavored rice, and that was exactly <laughs> correct. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, sorry, Patrick. Sorry. Rice is delicious. It is delicious. But if you cover a six by four in rice, it's less exciting. Yeah. Unless it's coconut rice. That stuff's good. Or a, a good cashmere. I like a good cashmere. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, yeah. Jasmine, yeah. Yeah, so, Corey, I was going to say, are you going to be taking the long drong Slayer Pirates? Well, that thing, I, I have to. Not in the sense Excellent. I have to, but the thing is, like, I have to. They're fucking cool. So that was terrible. Exactly right. That, that was amazing. the worst fucking statement I've ever heard. From the teacher. And there's yeah. pirates. So, yeah, there's yeah, pirates. There's pirates. There's slayers 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 and there's pirates. Sh- everyone stop. Like, also, tell me, there's pirate zombies and vampires. Just yeah, like that. Uh, got me. Oh, he's in trouble. That sounds I like Tommy's in trouble. I put the PDF of it on the chat. Yeah. I'll get you the link, Tommy. Yeah, thanks, man. It's in the Discord, boys. Uh, Warhammer 6 edition. There's lots of links in there. I'll, I'll go find it for you. So keep going. I'm just going to send this uh, gateway drug to Tommy. But yeah, so like... Links I could... to the official games workshop. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Copy books. Correct. So yes, that, I, that will, I will be taking a unit of Long, John, uh, Long Drong's Slayer... Um, Pirate Slayers or Slayer Pirates at, at some point in time because 
Again, they're just fucking cool, like slayers, but they've got guns and it's a four, straight four shot armor piercing. Um, and they've just literally their entry just says guns, lots of guns. Dot 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 <laughs> as their weapon profile. I was like, that no. They were right. Oh, this is a time when we were having fun. People were having fun. <laughs> and what was the uh the other rule in combat where like if you have a pistol, you can for the first round of combat. Use yep. a strength for armor piercing, but but they get to always use it. Yep. Huge. So pretty yeah, much, yeah. They, they they they're fighting in close combat with their pistols all the time. <laughs> yeah, because normally wouldn't you have to like spend a turn to reload your pistol? But they just had so they have like braces and braces of pistols. They've they just got yeah, so many pistols. They just fire and fire and fire. They were great minis. So yeah, but anyway, I looked up the Goblin here on eBay, and people want three hundred dollars for it. So yeah, probably going to have to scratch build something um, as the powers that be or the um, illegitimate powers that be don't seem to have versions of it. Yeah, but, it seems uh, like we'll access for you, man. Oh, thanks, man. Sounds like you're kit bashing, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon there's a um FTL. No, a chaos the chaos there's a chaos dwarf siege weapon that's very that's right. looks kinda similar that you might be able to use as a base. It's very sharp and you know what I'm talking about? It's from Forge World, Nick. You'd know it. What is it? Go 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 again. It's a it was for Chaos Dwarves. Mm-hmm. And it was like a siege engine. It was a close combat chariot kind of war yeah i reckon something like that that could potentially have a decent-ish foundation let me look it up oh yeah i'm those at home oh yeah it's it's definitely got something going on oh, it's I ma- like it's, it's still dwarf I, ima- I imagine people stopped listening a long time ago to be honest yeah if they've gotten this far they're, they're here now he's <laughs> a goblin hewer that's only 135 dollars on ebay yeah but is that uh us uh, that's trans. It's UK, but translated into Aussie dollars. So it will get lost in the post. <laughs> that's why you get insured. Ah, oh, it's just a shame because the Goblin Hero is a fucking cool. Oh, it's stunning. I'd pay one hundred and thirty-five for it. Yeah, easy. Is it you like some one of those endless spells? The one that was just got like a whole bunch of flying swords or some shit. Oh shit! That's not a bad idea. Yeah, you could like like we're not, we're not going to be assholes about it, Corey. Have no, but I don't like yeah. that. I can't I can't take something out after knowing the actual mod what the actual model looks like and exists. It's so cool that weird four armed dwarf armature just hurling axes. Yeah, and um, I love the engineer like checking the sharpness of the axes and, and loading the axes up. Yeah, and then you actually get a marker for a dead goblin full of axes. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah, he's yeah, just pulling really a bit cool. out of one's head, isn't he? Uh, also, Tommy, I've sent you a link, buddy. Enjoy. Yeah, I saw that. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah have fun. <laughs> um, I, I think we, we... Oh, sorry, Griglin, go for it. I like, yeah, the, the plan for now, I think, is everyone's going to be making a 1K list. Did everyone get their spiel? <laughs> no so. one needs to hear from me or the others. Right? DJ or Tommy, do you, <laughs> do you guys have a spiel at all you want to go through? Oh, my God. Tommy, you can go first if you want, so people can tune out after. <laughs> I don't have a spiel at all, mate. I don't even know what I'm doing here. 
I just heard zombie pirates and I was like, I'm captivated. Yeah, dude, I don't even. I don't know what you're doing here either, Tommy, to be honest. Well, Tommy was very anti six, but I think the the zombie pirates has just fucked him. Mate, anything pirates gets me, eh? He's in trouble. Yeah. Do you have have any background in fantasy at all, buddy? I have zero background in fantasy. Age of Sigma, I do, but like. Have you played Total War? I uh, yeah, I have. I, w- I wasn't very good at it, so you probably uh oh, neither am I. Of it. <laughs> but um that fantasy I, I was definitely piqued, piqued my interest when I was younger, but I had no friends at the time that were interested in it. That is always mm-hmm. an issue, I think, when you're younger and trying to get into wargaming. Yeah. yeah, so like I I bought a few orcs and goblins. Um I like to look at the fanatics and stuff and just say the... I think you're a night night goblin kind of guy. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's why when I went into Age of Sigma again, I went for the Night Goblins. And your Night Goblin, or like your Orcish Night Goblin, I mean, the one you took to Lord of War is awesome. Like oh, the the night sort of vibe you've got going on it, and like the big steampunk constructs and shit rattling around was baller as fuck. Yeah, did you notice they were pirates? <laughs> I did not notice they were pirates in hindsight, but there we go. So you're fucked. You have to send us a link later. Uh, yeah. So yeah, no, I'll I'll take a look. I'll take a look and see if they're um if I can build something that's like reasonably elite where I'm not having to paint so much because I've got like thirty k and AOS coming out of my ears. I'll, I'll look and help you with all this, buddy. I was gonna say also, there's always dark elves which have their corsairs, which are basically pirates, right? There's yeah, empire yeah. which you can build. Um, there's a lot, whole bunch of they released, I think. Um. I think it was called like uniforms and heraldry of the the empire. They also did one for Skaven. They talk that about, cool. like, yeah, right. Um, they talk about Marienburg and a few of the other coastal <laughs> big traders and stuff like that, and pirates and, and stuff like that. There were those high elves from Sodom Blackreach, which were the the Sea Guard. I think they're called with spears Wathen and Sea Guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like if you if you want to have a, like a a strong nautical theme to your army, super easy to do. Like beyond just the the vampire zombie, what are they called? Zombies. zombies of the Vampire Coast, whichever way it works. But yeah, corsairs, corsairs especially because the zombie pirates the dark, of the Vampire Coast. The Dark Elves not only have they're not only core, and then you have some pretty cool characters, but then you could also go the Hydras that are all like and the Caribridris or whatever it is, the ocean one, and they got the chariots that have like the cold one cloaks. So they they kind of you got really like a full theme with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no, I always imagined that always after vampire pirates already. It's like you yeah, I'm, I'm scrolling through it at the moment, mate. It's pretty awesome. I'm also Isn't scrolling it through it. It's a cool the, the, the deck droppers and big bears and all that. I, I actually great. haven't played them on Total War yet. I need to. It's a cool army on Total War. Yeah. Mm. The um actually the ghost, the fat chick, is fun. She's got whoa, like whoa man. Uh, Check your privilege at the door. Oh shit! She can oh, um, man. just body shame that, that ghost. <laughs> we'll put a trigger can... warning in now. Thanks, man. Oh, yeah, no, put the trigger warning. First of all, yeah, I think you'll find she's like a general, so don't yeah. like downplay her authority. Well, <laughs> yeah, she's okay. talking about her gear. She was fat with gear. Yeah, she's um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like fat. She's wealthy. Gotcha. Because she's a pirate. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like weight wise. I don't have. <laughs> 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 We're gonna need trigger warnings at the beginning because of you, mate. Thank you for the clarification, this Jordan. <laughs> uh, 
I don't have uh, these kind of issues on the out on the outer circle. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> it's just one guy screaming into a void, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> she can like summon ghost Bretonia and stuff. She's really cool. Yeah, that's cool. I'm just I'm sorry, I'm I know it's quiet, but I'm just looking at the the rules for uh... this is such a bad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if any, like, let, let's be perfectly honest here guys we're going to chat on the Wednesday whether we're recording or not yeah. so we'll record it and then when we're sitting at home alone and nobody wants to talk to us we can play it in the background and act like people like, like oh, us I remember I had a friend once exactly. friend. and that's for all the nerds out there that don't have any friends that will talk to them Oh, God, I just want to finish this army. Modeling, <laughs> modeling advice. Um, jungle swarms. Would you say scorpions oh, yeah. and bugs and that can be in with it as well? Or is it really snakes, you reckon? So it was meant to men. be all of it, I thought. Mm. It was like all the gribblies in a, in a forest. I don't know. To me, lizard men, it was, it, it, it's probably going to be a reptile. Okay. Because I've got like a whole bunch of beetles and scorpions and all that. As well, you need to chase down the um, Bastilodon Archisotech kit where it has all the snakes coming, coming out, out of it. Yeah. Uh, true, oh, yeah. oh, he's oh, immediately no. getting his laptop. I can see, I thought he was showing us dick. I can see his dick, but I'm not I've literally just a Bastilodon right in front of us. Yeah. I've okay. assembled that, and that's all the snakes. Okay, you need more snakes. You need I more just did those. that today. I um, press mold them, press mold them. No, they're way too. No, I don't do that. No, but like, snakes like are one of those things like, as long as you've got enough of them that are easily distinguishable as what they are, if you just get like lots of thin green stuff roll like tube rolls, they're gonna and just mesh them yeah, in that. together. It'll look terrible, don't you? Think? No, it won't. It'll look fucking wonderful. Please don't. That's okay. There's quite a lot. Hide them to bulk the bodies out. I'll probably be able to spread them out. You don't need it full of snakes. Like you can just do a few. Just press press mold them, dude. So that's like, Nick, stop with your nonsense. It's not just a swarm, mate. It's a jungle swarm. His so entire army is press molded. Don't like attack him like that. It's true. My entire army is press molded. Just press mold them. Your base needs to have some jungle to it as well. So it's not just a, it's not just a swarm. It's a jungle yeah. swarm. So you yeah, have some I like jungle it. To go through. Also, yeah. there's there's some like weird bugs and gribblies in the current uh, what are they called? Silvernet Silverneth army. What used to be the the wood elves? Wood elves. They've, got, they've got sprites and. You know, yeah. dragonflies and stinging beetles, and they've also got like the, the the endless spells that have swarms of bugs and stuff in them. I just had some spare Tomb King spruce that had a whole bunch of scorpions and shit on it. Oh, you can't! It's each to their own. To me, it's it's lizards, I suppose. But I suppose if you're doing a Southlands, it could be scorpions and shit. Mm, that's true. There's scorpions in jungles. Makes sense. It's yeah. you, can make a, you can make There's them a mini scorpion king. Don't, don't do that. Definitely don't do that. <laughs> does anyone have no. a, rock, a Dwayne Johnson action figure? No, but if Patrick, if, Patrick <laughs> does, enough. if Patrick does Toon Kings, he has to turn one of the big scorpion things into the rock. 100%. I don't like a shit, shit CGI as well. Oh, this, oh it's no, going to be shit Corey, CGI. Oh, yeah, yeah. shit CGI one, not the actual Corey, one. you do the um the Sphinx, you know, the, top, but the top half is just the rock. Like, uh, things, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just it's a, a big double fucking, blade. like, a WWE action figure yeah. on top of a yeah. <laughs> And it could even be one of those rubber ones that you can stretch his arm. <laughs> you know who would do, <laughs> you know do that? Tommy would do that. That's a 100% Tommy move, that is. I don't know. Oh, he's listening. Uh, doesn't sound like me. 
<laughs> he's too busy looking at vampire pirates. He's definitely looking at vampire pirates. I, I totally am. <laughs> yeah, they're brilliant. Right, so, Tommy, so Tommy, what you need for a thousand points, which is where we're starting, you need at least two core, actually, and that's it. And maybe some form of hero just to be a, a your. Oh, yeah, hero to lead them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you just need two core choices. There is no point expenditure. It contributes to basic bitch core choices at their minimum squad size. So, I'm looking at the zombie pirate deckhands mob. You could do two units of 20. That's pretty upsetting. Let's let's keep scrolling. Uh, the pirate gunnery mob, which is seven points model at 10. So you could do 20 of those. Boom. Minimum core done. Or even bloated corpses. Oh, no. They don't count towards think, minimum Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think they're minimum. Because they're just bombs. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Scurvy dogs, if you want. Five to 20. There you go. Two units of five scurvy dogs. Boom. Back away slowly. Really? Two units of five for core? Yep, because um, so if you looked into eighth, um, eighth was percentage-based. We covered this a bit earlier in the episode. Eighth was percentage-based. Oh, With sixth edition, it's slots. So think about it. You need a HQ and two troops, essentially. Okay. And I'll just take the most expensive HQ I can find. Yeah, yeah, like probably... Well, with this list, you can't this... take a Lord, though, at 1,000 points. I was going to say, with this list, I think you're required to take Luther Harkness... Um, to like sort of quote unquote unlock the army, but like oh, really? if we're doing if we're doing less points, you can always just take a lesser vampire lord and worry about you know because you always have to make some sensible house rules sometimes. Okay, oh yeah, very... yeah, both players choose armies, so you must take Luther Harkin. Interesting. I honestly wouldn't give a shit if you ran. Let's see. Uh... He's got split personalities, man. It's pretty oh, sick. Only... He's only no, two hundred sixty no. points. He's not ridiculous, like Nick. Does it say if? You must choose him for a Lord choice. So I'm just reading here. So enjoy this, everyone sitting at home. Uh, I'm just reading here. It was just choosing an army. Um, says both players choose armies, blah, 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 blah. As you must field Luther Harkin with the army, the minimum size for the army is 2,000 points, but it can certainly be a lot higher. Blah, 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 blah. Just house rule it. Just house rule it. Fuck that. Or just run Luther Harkin if you want to take up a quarter of your points. I don't care. Yeah, just do it, man. Don't listen to their bullshit. Don't listen to their negativity. Build vampire zombies. What do they call it? Vampire pirates. Yeah. Vampirates. Vampirates. Yeah. Well, there are vampirates. Pirates. Um, I the, did say that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the companies makes Skaven who are pirates. Try to think who, who it is. What they, what they call themselves. Uh, Punga, probably. That's the one. Punga, yep. Thank you. Yeah. I was looking for the Blood Bowl team of them I have behind me to try and find the name on the packet. Oh, fuck. Luther Harkin's all about not casting spells. Yeah, he's a rogue. He went mad. He's like a melee with a pistol and a sword, and he doesn't have magic in Total War Warhammer 2. Yeah, because all those other characters were like added for Warhammer 2 slash came about from Dreadfleet, I think it was. I've got a Dreadfleet completely untouched sitting somewhere. Funny though, yeah. I do too. <laughs> a common occurrence. Yeah, but yeah, like otherwise, we can always just house rule go. Yeah, fuck him, and then you can take a, a vampire fleet captain who's just you know a captain. He can just run Luther. Luther's Luther's pretty shit. Oh, hey. he's, he's definitely not game breaking. He's, oh, yeah, this, he's... This, this is an army all about theme and conversion and looking cool, not like. Oh well, that's one hundred percent Tommy's people. jam. So. It yeah. totally is, yeah. <laughs> and move yeah. or fire then, cannons. Yeah. Move or fire cannons. Ooh. Yeah. And there that were also there's a small handful of models that were actually official for this army. 
which um, is pretty cool. Like there's a Tommy don't a care about that. Lord, mm. There's a vampire lord who's got his cloak and he's actually got like a pirate map on it and like some dead zombies who are pirates and stuff like that. Oh, there's also the powder monkey you can steal from the Empire kit because you need monkeys. Yeah, I, I love that powder monkey, yeah. Oh, isn't it brilliant? It's so good. It's fantastic, yeah. And I'm pretty sure somewhere there's a goblin dressed up as a parrot on one of their man-eaters. From the there is, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a pirate man-eater. You've got to have him somewhere. The deck gunners are fucking nasty, but they've got ballistic seal zero, so how does that work? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Just, Everything just, hits on a six in this edition. I don't think that's it. How the fuck does that work? That weapon skill three plus skill zero. Surely there's some some fucking rule that says like, yeah, sure they hit. No worries. Like, yeah, it seems like there's a mistake there. That seems bizarre. Is it just they fucked up and there's? Oh, you can get booty of the vampire ghost. So we can probably po- cut the podcast here, but we're going to continue talking about this shit. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us and all that sort of shit. We're currently going to look at oh. this fucking cool ass list. Yeah, I'm, I'm just chopped liver. Am I? Fuck you. No, oh, it looks dude. like maybe maybe the PDFs get in there, DJ. Can... While we're looking at it, buddy, get in there, get in there, get it done, DJ. All right, all right I will. I was going to say maybe the PDFs crop because it looks like even um, Queen Bess is zero, and isn't she just a giant fucking cannon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, something's wrong with that. I'm just guessing. a typo. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, fuck the... Police? The police, so yeah. Kick, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's the... Five? <laughs> well, see, like, the captain's got a ballistic skill of three. And what does, does Luca Harkness have is? Harkin. It's definitely Harkin. Harkin. Whatever, I was doing off memory. Yeah, he's got... Oh, shit, he's ballistic skill six, so he's not bad. How does it work? It, um, I'm sure it's a type. I can fight. Once, okay, once New South Wales lockdown ends, I can go to my parents' house, find my Warhammer Chronicles and or White Dwarfs and find it in print and tell you what it says, but it's probably quicker and easier to find it online somewhere. That's what I'm currently Oh, here you go. There's a thing about it. Black powder oh. weapons. Oh, is it? Yeah, <clears throat> that require hit always hit on a roll of six if the fire has a ballistic seal zero. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, that's, that's good to know. Regardless oh, of modifiers. Oh, so, okay. Oh, cool. So they can run long range, skirmish, whatever, just always sixes. That was, um, Tomb King Bowman had that rule, I think. Oh, I think it might have been five plus. Yeah, the, the yeah, um, arrows of asp or something like that. Yeah, it was just always five up, regardless of modifiers. Uh, honestly, uh, at 10 points per guy, like, yeah, you yeah. can run 20 of them at 200 points. Like, you're going to get a few sixes. And 36 inch range, strength six, you're going to knock some knights off their horses. They're cool. Have you Definitely. guys had a poke through the magical spells? There's a fun one in there that just causes rain and it stops all <laughs> um, black powder Fine. weapons from working. And you can't oh, dispel really? it. Because it goes, you can't dispel it, dot, 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 because they're wet. It's water. You can't dispel water. Oh, that's <laughs> fucked oh, up. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, the, the spells are funny. Like, is, there's no ranges on a lot of them. Like, it's just like lightning yeah. comes down and hits any unit, you know, on the tabletop. And you're like, oh, cool. Yeah. Or, like, a rock just blows up from a, an outcrop anywhere on the table and, like, hits units near it. Or um, the- there's... There's one in beasts that affects cavalry anywhere on the board. Yeah. Just don't do magic, pussies. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, there's a, 
There's a great little talisman here called an ex-parrot that yeah, hero can take. This sad and disheveled but ever-loyal bird sits on his master's shoulder, granting a measure of protection from hostile magic. The owner gains magic resistance too. So even if your bird's dead, it's like giving you magic resistance. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's Does it eat an amulet? <laughs> oh, who knows? It's just the power of, like, you know, that dude's got a parrot. He must be a badass. <laughs> People know these things, right? The parrot of ontology. That's the study of birds for anyone playing fuck, at home. Fuck you, Stuart. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, everyone here's probably... Oh, fuck that. And that's the end of the, 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 the cut.